good afternoon. Hola, hola, Coca-Cola. Uh, we're going to be chit-chatting about, depending on what you guys are up to talking. Excited to see my guest. Money comes in in different types of love, different types of appreciation, different types of deeds that you do, and also different types of damages. So let's talk about all of that next week at one o'clock. Share, share, share. Hello, beautiful people out there. You're probably wondering, what am I doing here? It's not Tuesday. You're right. It's not Tuesday, but it's still Gata Nation. With being gone for so long, I decided, you know what? You listeners out there deserve more of Gata Nation. So I'm doing two episodes this week and only this week. <laughs> you also may be asking yourself, what was that opening intro? Well, that was actually today's guest, Farid Cisniega. You can find her on Facebook and YouTube Mondays at 1 p.m. for Lunch with Farid or Thursdays on Facebook and YouTube as well for Charla con Farid at 5 p.m. Last season, she came to Catanation to discuss the topic on marriage, but today she's here to discuss how a business could easily go downhill simply when two people are not communicating together, as well as how that could hurt the business, but also ways to overcome those problems. I interviewed Fareed this past week and this is what she had to say. When starting a business, you know, what should be the top priority? Well, there's many priorities. You know, you have to look at business as almost like a relationship, what you're going to be having forward, right? So again, is it a business that has a partnership? Is it a sole proprietor? Is this a corporation where you're going to need board members? You got to really identify what business moving forward, what umbrella you want to have. As you identify, you want to be able to write on a piece of paper first, what kind of business? Second, what's your goal for the business or why you're doing the business? And third, who's going to be involved? When dealing with people and working, what could be the cause of employees not meeting eye to eye and con- Constantly having conflict from time to time. Okay, so if this, so let's take this scenario. Now you're going into a partnership or are you talking about employees? Employees. Right? And partnerships, yeah. Okay, so let's divide both because there's they're very different. Partnerships is a 50-50 decision. Both have to see eye to eye. Both have to come to agreements. Both have to give each other the opportunity to try what they think will work for the business. And they have to be open for that. They have to be open to say, hey, it's not something I would do, but if you strongly believe that this will work, then, you know, you are my partner. There's a reason why I chose you as my partner. So you know, there has to be that give and take, that marriage of uh, getting a business together. When it comes to employees, you know, unfortunately for employees, it doesn't matter if you're friends, if you're family, if you are a stranger, there is rules and regulations you have to follow. And if it's a friend, it doesn't matter. Business is business. And you have to savor that business within a cold plate. You know, it's like a ceviche. (laughs) right? Uh, Ceviche, you would never be able to eat it warm. So it has to be cold and sometimes it's spicy. So you sometimes are not going to want to do what your boss is telling you. But at the end of the day, friends, family, or acquaintances, you have a boss and that is your position. So as long as both parties understand that, then it'll be a healthy business relationship moving forward. So in one of my examples of what happened in my scenario, this was 
years ago, but I was dating one of the employees who was also helping out as an assistant manager. And because of the opportunities that I was getting, there was a lot of biasism and a lot of people thinking that I wasn't earning those positions and instead just being given to me, given my relationship with someone with a higher power. And I just want to ask, how are ways to, to avoid those conflicts? Uh, that's that's a great question, Alex. I would say that the best way to avoid it is to not let it happen. I mean, was that the only place that you could have worked, right? Number one, if you want full avoiding of a situation, just don't do it. Go find a job somewhere else. But if the situation is where it's convenient for you to work there or you just want to work there, you know, there's no reason why you should be preventing it. Listen, business is all about connections. Relationships in the future in the major leagues of business, it's all about who you know, how that person edifies you on how good you are. Me as an entrepreneur, I rather hire somebody that I know one of my employees knows and will vouch for them than somebody off the street. Now the conflict comes with what you just mentioned, preference, you know, like I give him more hours. Well, then let's break it up into two. Were you a person that was reliable, a good employee that was uh, putting in the extra work? you should be talking about that. The elephants in the room always need to be uncovered. And I know that that happens a lot. And I know that people are afraid of what other people think. At the end of the day, you have to be able to say, hey, I know you guys feel comfortable because I'm getting extra hours. I show up on time. I'm the last one to leave. I'm a great employee. I'm punctual. I don't take days off. That's what makes me get preference. Back to this little topic that I just said, a lot of people around us would see these conflicts in person. And that is something that I think people should try to get away from in a situation. I don't think any business should ever see conflicts with what's wrong with said store or business. Yes. Unfortunately, you know, there's a little saying, and I I, I want to be very cautious on saying this, the lower the hanging fruit, the higher the drama. Important people, smart people do not have time for drama. We're drama free. Okay. Now it doesn't mean that you're going to have 0% drama, the low hanging fruit, which is the clerks, you know, the store people inside the store, they usually carry drama. They got a lot of time in their hands to be giving you headaches, to be telling you about the novelas, right? And their own novelas in their life. And the other one probably doesn't have an exciting life or a busy life enough that they want to get into that. Okay. It comes with maybe being smart. Smart people, they very little capacity to, to um, be able to be okay with this drama or this this gossip or this jealousy. The higher, do you think the top executives of a company have time for that? No, it's bottom line, right? We got to get this company to the next level, bottom line dollars. The more they're spending on this jealousy, drama, gossip, etc., the less productive they become. And they're not going to sacrifice a job. But the lower hanging fruit can sacrifice a job because if, if you're getting $15 an hour today and you get fired, tomorrow you can go to another company and get $15 an hour. But if you're an executive making $75 an hour, what are the odds that you can get fired for being 
a gossiper or being a drama person, drama creator, and you can go get hired at another $75 an hour. I guarantee you that if you pay attention to that and now you yourself conduct yourself as if you were the CEO of the company. Your co-workers, they put in more effort into their business. They put more seriousness into the business. Quit the drama for your mama <laughs> type of thing and focus on growing that business. We would have a beautiful environment to work in, but that doesn't happen. We understand that. Management understands that on the bottom fruit level, there's always drama and gossip. For you to be involved in that, you have to be the better person. If you don't want that and that makes you uncomfortable, that's because you're not cut to be that. You're just temporarily utilizing that to scale up. And that that speaks wonders of you. If everybody just run that type of system in their company, there will be almost 5 to 10% gossip instead of 75 to 85% gossip. Part of the reason why I wanted to do this podcast is when people like to start a business, most of the time it's with a married couple, with, with friends, etc. What are some suggestions to anybody who wants to start a business with a partner of their choosing and say, hey, what are some ways that we make sure that this business goes above without a lot of conflict involved? Contracts. <laughs> Contracts. It's very nice to talk about things. It's very nice to, to plan and see a great picture always developing in the future. But at the end of the day, legal binding contract with all the specifications of what you guys agreed upon at the beginning will always save a lot of hassle. Now, it's not going to prevent it 100%. But it's, there's more possibility of things going wrong when they're not written down and laid out in a legal format. So make sure that you get a contract going. You know, I would record things. You know, if you have, if you guys have meetings, little powwows, you know, little get togethers where you guys talk about the future of this potential business, I would record it. Have it on a recorded basis. You, you're both agreeing that you're going to record this for planning purposes. And then after that, transcribe it into a document where you both have almost like meeting uh, minutes, right? written down. Now, if it's going to be a corporation, you're going to need those minutes anyways to be uh, on file. If it's a sole proprietor, I'm sorry, just a regular partnership, a general partnership, you may not need those minutes, but it's always, like I said, act like the CEO of the company. Act like your company is already a major corporation. With that said, it's not going to be a white picket fence road. There will be bumps on the road. But it takes me back to my initial conversation where is this person open for a conversation? Is this person always going to want to do what they want? Are, is this person capable of saying, you know what? It's not my way, but go ahead. I'm going to trust you on this one and let's try it. And then be willing to readjust. Businesses are not one-sided and you guys have got to be right or dies. So what I would suggest everybody who's planning on going into business is write a plan together. Look at the big vision. What's your big dream? What do you want to accomplish? How do you want to change the world? You know, what are your, your sales goals? What are, what is your production goal? Whatever it is that you're trying to create, write those goals together. Then identify the roles of each one of you. Always be willing to have opinions from each other, putting everything in writing, coming up with a partnership agreement at a minimum and moving forward and always having each other's back. That's a winning partnership. That was my interview with Fariti Sniega. 
about how friendship and businesses should work together. I've lost friends in the past just because we let business get into our way of our friendship. Maybe said some things I regret. So it's very important to have these conversations when working into a business, when starting a business. And that's why I really am happy that I brought Fareed in because she has so much to share. So thank you, Fareed. It's always a pleasure having you on the show and hopefully it won't be the last time. We're not quite done yet as we are ready to promote Fareed's new book, The Business Blast Breakthrough. So let's let Fareed share what the book is about and how you could get it. Yes, I'm so excited. This has been long coming. I've been a business consultant uh, practically all of my life because I've been in business since I was 19 years old. And one of the things that I discovered is I've owned 21 different types of businesses in my life uh, from very little, you know, sales and marketing all the way up to a brick and mortar multi-million dollar company. And what I can tell you is every single one of them have problems in the overall picture of things, even though they have people in place, you know, like a marketing manager or a profits manager or an operations manager or a legal manager, there's still things I learned through the path of my years that have led me to be able to have this book ready for everybody. We were put together. So this is a collaboration with a world-renowned company of business coaching and leadership. We've all put our brains together to come up with Business Blast Breakthrough. And that's a combination of practical things that every business should follow, things that you would not even think of. So if you are starting a business or you already have a business for as small as it is or as big as it is, Business Blast Breakthrough is going to do just that. It's going to blast through all the walls that are preventing you from moving forward and increasing your profits. What I want to do is help you increase profits. And by increasing profits is taking a look at why you started. What's your message? What are the hot buttons for your clients? What's going to make them go and buy immediately? At the same time, how do you give more value to your community by being a business owner? With all that said, it becomes such a blasting business because somebody else outside of your company is looking at it from the outside perspective and saying, hey, you don't even have a message. The people are following you. When you're a business owner and somebody catches you in an elevator and tells you, hey, what do you do? What do you say? Business Blast Breakthrough just puts that in your mind. Hey, don't forget why you started. We have over 40 strategies that the book will show you of how to get your business to the next level. So the book is free. You can get that at noresultnocost.com. You can go get your free downloading copy right now are all free to all business owners, entrepreneurs, or future business owners, go download it, take a peek at it, and then call me for a free consultation. I do have a 50-50 challenge that I provide. I challenge myself to find every business owner a minimum of $50,000 in less than 50 minutes. That's my 50-50 challenge. Once again, noresultsnocost.com to get your copy of the Business Blast Breakthrough. That's going to be it for this special Friday edition of Kata Nation. Following this, we'll be going back to every Tuesday, new episodes, new guests, new topics to discuss more involvement into the community of San Diego. So I hope my voice and other voices could bring you some closure into this world. We're all in this together because like I always say, we are Kata Nation.
soltera está de moda, por eso ya no se enamora. Está de soltera está de moda, por eso no va a cambiar. Está de soltera está de moda, por eso ya no se enamora. This has been a Catanation Studios production. To get involved or be a possible guest on the show, go to my Instagram, Catanation Studios, at WeAreCatanation, for more. And to continue to listen to awesome podcasts just like this one, go to wearecatanation.buzzsprout.com.